previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. Now, Roxy, Chuck. The, the question that the listeners are totally wondering, I'm sure. Oh, have boy. you ever seen Cannonball Run? No. I've seen, what was the one I saw? That's Cool movie. Runnings. Running. Cool, cool Runnings. Runnings. That's different, right? <laughs> I'm just going to let that one simmer. <laughs> I'm going to let the Littles just chime in with that. Welcome back to the Little Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, UT. Hey, hey Simon. Simon. The Brit's back. You know, just got to make an appearance every so often. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, Simon, I hung out with a delightful Brit last night. A drummer. A re- oh, really? An Englishman. An Englishman. And I, I just want to make sure you knew this because I did not know this. His first, I was telling him your great story about how you went over to pay your respects to the queen and all that stuff. And the first thing he asked, he's like, did he get a bracelet? And so I didn't know. So I texted you and you sent me a picture of it. Now, yeah. he claims those are going for like two to $5,000. I don't know if it's pounds what? or dollars. I think it's dollars on eBay. You know, I looked that up. Obviously, once you text me that, I would never sell it anyway. And uh, like early on, when pe- when it, when the queue was still going on, people were selling that were like fleecing them so that people could try and skip the line. But although right. no one actually did, um, and eBay shut that down. But after that, I haven't really seen any that have gone for that much. Like there's a couple outliers that have gone for a ridiculous amount, but otherwise, you know, sixty pounds or something. Oh, so okay. I don't know. I've seen them listed. For extravagant amounts, but I haven't seen many that have like. Oh well, maybe that's what he meant. That's what he meant. Yeah, I could dig deeper, but I have the I have the A wristband as well because I was on the first day. Oh, well, that uh, might be worth like seven grand then. Who knows? But but you're not selling it anyway. We know that. Uh, No. Yeah. All right, and then as we know, we had Tiny Chuck last time. We have not had Ritz. Uh, He's celebrating the new year and all that stuff. He wrote in. It says, "Hey, Chuck and Doxy, (laughs) I wanted to officially reiterate my votes for the toy." hall of fame light bright he says i literally remember getting this toy for my birthday and remember getting it for my own kids and enjoying it with them as well second nerf countless hours of my childhood were spent with every iteration of nerf balls and toys then he says spirograph what a clever toy i spent so much time trying to duplicate the fancy designs shown in the booklet yeah i used to do that too i love that too actually Mm -hmm. And then he says, hope to join you all soon on the pod. Glad to hear that some of our littles also like the Sandlot. I hear you, Micah Weiner. Then he says, Shana, Tova, to DG and all our Jewish littles, later Ritz. Yes. So thank yes. you for that. Thank we'll you. We'll get you back on soon. Uh-huh. Absolutely. All right. So speaking of, Simon, did you mm-hmm. get your uh, Toy Hall of Fame entry in for our contest yet? I did not officially get it in yet. No. Okay. You're working it's on a t- it. It's tough. It is tough. I mean, they're all decent, mm-hmm. you know. What are the front runners for you? These aren't well, your official I mean, selections. I'm just asking what you think. Not my official selection. I mean, Nerf is a front runner because it's so all-encompassing. Like, Nerf has so many products. Like, at least, I mean, looking at, it just says Nerf is a finalist. It doesn't say, like, which Nerf. Right, like, like the Nerf, Nerf football, gun, the Nerf this, the Nerf right. football. So Nerf's pretty uh, pretty solid because it's got so many different things in it. Otherwise, uh, uh, Spirograph is, is pretty pretty good. Yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know. You sounded I, hesitant, but okay. No, no. I, I, I think, you know, people might think, oh, Spirograph, but... Um, that was a pretty decent toy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. sure. All right. Well, yeah. you're going to have to get those in. So you're officially in because this is one contest that I was saying to Ritz, like you can actually play because mm-hmm. we have no bearing on the outcome. Nope. The Hall of Fame will announce the inductees yep. for this year. And that's how we get our winner. So we can actually play. I mean, the last time he was voting and he's voting for himself. I'm like, you can't do that, Ritz. I'm like, come on, man. What are we doing out here? 
All right. Anyway, so actually, before we get to our emails, we actually have a big thank you, Steve Tashir. He used the code, Roxy. Episode 114, I believe. Is he? 114? All right. Yeah, he used the code. So, Littles, as we say, we are so grateful to all our supporters, obviously. Yes. But if you want to support the podcast for as low as 99 cents a month, you can do that. Just go to our website. Loyallittlespod.com. Scroll to the bottom. You'll see the link. It takes you to the anchor support page where you can, it gives you options and those, you know, renew every month as low as 99 cents a month. Or if you don't like the renewal thing, which we completely understand, just go to Venmo and use the code. LL pod. LL pod. Punch it in. It'll bring you right to our page and then you can make a, any amount of donation. Yep. One time. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's good. And that's what Steve graciously did. So thank you, Steve, to share. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all you supporters. All right. Let's get into our emails. First time, short time. There needs to be more Reese's Pieces Sundays in the world. Love the pod, but it appears as though I have a lot of catching up to do. Brad Phillips, new oh. to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. A new Pittsburgh listener. We love that. We love all the new listeners. We have a bunch of those. Mm -hmm. And Roxy, how do you feel about the Reese's Pieces Sundays? I don't like Reese's Pieces, so (laughs) y'all can keep it. She's not a big (laughs) fan. All right. Now, uh, this is kind of for you, uh, Simon, because you had some issue with this as well. It says, Mm -hmm. Micah, Josh, Kristen, all fantastic. I have some concerns about you thinking a fish sandwich was part of fish and chips. Happy and healthy times to both of you. Radio Bob McWilliams. Episode 171. All right, Simon, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, I, I obviously share those concerns. Fish and chips is not a fish sandwich, so um, I'm glad that uh, there is support for this. Okay, but here's the my the most thing. obvious thing ever. I yeah. could have sworn when I was in school, in grade school, and we would have a fish, I guess it wasn't called fish and chips, but it was a fish sandwich. Yeah, Didn't it was you, on bread. Like that's on a, a hot san- dog roll. That's a sandwich. But it's the same piece of fish. It was a fried piece of fish. It doesn't matter if it's on a sandwich. But what don't you understand about the word chips? If, it's right. not called fish and bread. It's <laughs> no. fish and chips. But, like, okay, so what if you have the fish sandwich chips. with fries, chips? Okay, fish on bread is a sandwich. Fish not on bread is just fish. <laughs> But I, I don't understand what the big deal is. You just take. There's a huge difference there. But you can't call it fish and chips and just put it on some bread and still call it fish and chips. Oh, there's a fish. Well, it, it, it depends. I mean, are you are you putting like are you spreading stuff on the the bread? Are you putting things in it? No. Or is I would, it, are you just taking fish and chips and then randomly putting it on a piece of bread? Then yeah, I guess that's fish and chips. Okay. Honestly, let's let's let's, asterisk saying the fish is on a piece of bread. Let's dissect a fish sandwich. Hold on, let's dissect this. I'm saying not on just like a normal piece of Wonder Bread. I'm saying like on a hot dog roll. You know, those a strip of fish. You know, like you get with fish and chips. You put some tartar sauce on it or on the bread, like mayonnaise instead of mayonnaise. And then you're creating a sandwich out of it by putting it it on the bread. I'm not putting lettuce, tomato, onion, and all this other stuff. You don't need that for a sandwich. well, some people. I'm you just, just saying. need bread. Okay, but You're still putting the fish on the bread. It's still a sandwich. Like it's fish and chips with a piece of bread. All right, underneath it. That's All right, I'll stop trying to chips. defend my fish sandwich slash fish and chips. It's the same freaking uh, thing. Eat as many fish sandwiches as you want. It's just it's a fish sandwich. It's not right, fish and chips. Right. You know. All right, then a few quick ones, and then we got to get out of here for our Meet the Littles guest. Todd Takei, episode 115, he says, been hearing the Don't Yuck My Yum on the Stuff You Should Know podcast for years. I try to practice this on social media. Oh. 
that's good. Then we heard from Ed Butt, episode 51. These chicken tenders at our organic food co-op are the size of your hand. They are definitely knife and fork food. Tell Becca Wildsmith. Okay, so let me give you the full spiel. He sent a picture Mm -hmm. of these chicken tenders, and they were freaking huge. Monstrous? Well, I wouldn't call them chicken breast size, but they were really big. So I totally get that. But I also, as I said in the last episode, for the dunking, because I love a good condiment, and I love to dunk uh-huh. in barbecue sauce or whatever. And then, like you said, and then your fingers don't get Gooey. contaminated. So, Becca, I think you're onto something. That's all I'm going to say. Then we also heard from Tim Cree, episode 107. He just says, we say, don't yuck my yum a lot in our house. Nice. So that's good. All right, you two. We got to get out of here. Great Meet the Littles guest. It is now time to meet the Littles. This is the Loyal Littles podcast with Chuck and Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Did you hear we got yet another discount code? (gasps) Shut the front door. No, Aaron's Books is owned by Todd Dickinson. Episode 149. A longtime TK Little as a special for our listeners, any little or big, who buys from Aaron'sBooks.com gets 15% off their order. Whoa, baby. That's Aaron with an A. Aaron'sBooks.com. A-A-R-O-N-S-B-O-O-K-S.com. Be sure to enter the code LLPOD in the comments box at checkout for your discount. One more time, that's Aaron'sBooks.com and be sure to use the code LLPOD. Use the code. Don't be a dope. being played in this episode by Daniel Lee, and this song is called Lucy's Room. I believe we played Daniel's stuff before. We absolutely love it. Really like this track. If you like what you hear, the best place to find him is on his Facebook music page, and that is facebook.com backslash music from Dan Lee, all one word, music from Dan Lee, that's D-A-N-L-E-E, and as always, we'll play the full song, Lucy's Room at the end of the podcast. And I know that even one step further feels like stepping off the ledge. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. Roxy. Chuck. This one. We've been, I feel like, We've we haven't been waiting that long. No, not at but all. But I feel but like I've been waiting forever for this interview. Right, exactly. So very excited. <laughs> Let's just jump in. Please welcome to the podcast, Brandon Borzelli. Hey, Brandon, how's it going? 
Hello, Chuck and Roxy. I'm very excited for this interview. I've been waiting for this for almost seven full days. Thank you. <laughs> That's practically your whole life. Exactly. <laughs> I he, know. He's new, Littles. He's yeah. a newbie. But I'm just already in... I said to him off air, I said, I'm a little, this is interesting because I did not anticipate this because we only have a name. When we get these emails written into the show, we get a name. That's mm -hmm. it. Uh, for some reason, I thought you were going to be much older and I, that's not a compliment or a dig. I don't know what it is, but it's just interesting how when you think you have an idea mm -hmm. of what or who someone is that it's totally different. Oh, that's like hearing these voices on all of these episodes and then meeting some of these people that in person. Too. If their actual person matches what I envisioned in my mind based on their voice or not. And that's been so fun and interesting. Well, this is why I bring it up because this is exactly why we're doing this podcast. Yes. Because all the years in the Facebook groups, we've quote, talked to these people yeah. and I'm like, oh, I want to hear what their voice sounds like. I want to know, yeah. you know that kind of stuff. So it's so fun. Sounds like, though, you have a new segment, which is Guess the Age, right? right? <laughs> like you have people on and you whether they're male or female, doesn't matter. It's, it's part of the waiver. Yep. They sign it. The first question is people go around the room and guess the person's age. <laughs> right. Yeah. Brandon, yeah. this is fantastic. We know you're a newbie, but we also just heard off air. You've listened to over almost 20 episodes or so. So you're catching up, which we love to hear. And so take a second. Introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there. My name is Brandon Borzelli, and I live in Lebanon, New Jersey, and Ooh. it's pronounced apparently several different ways, but that's how I pronounce it. Um, being from northern New Jersey, though, I pronounce words differently than probably anywhere else in the country. So, for example, our capital is spelled T-R-E-N-T-O-N, so there's that second T. I don't pronounce second T's, mm -mm. so... Oh. It's not Trenton, it's Trenton. Trenton, I don't yeah. say mountain, it's mountain. Yep. There's no T towards the end of those words. It's so not fountain, it's fountain. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So I could be pronouncing my own town incorrectly. So I, But say it I, one know, more I, time. I, Lebanon. 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 That's Lebanon. how I grew up. We have a Lebanon, Connecticut, and that's how I grew up saying it. New Lebanon. No, see, I, I just say I Lebanon. Because I grew up in upstate New York, and we played a high school, and they were New Lebanon. I might have to go back and actually check the spelling, though, because maybe it is L-E-B-E-N. I don't know. I doubt it. No, it's, it's an O. L-E-B-O-N. Yeah. It's an O. But I've just been stupidly saying it wrong all these years. Well, it's how it was taught to me. Right. So anyway. Right. All right. So did you grow up there? Where'd you go to school and all that stuff? So I was born in Bayonne, which is basically overlooking Manhattan yeah. Island. I know it very yeah. well. And I was able to cleanse myself of most of that accent as we move further west. So I grew up in Morris County, which is about 25 miles northwest of Bayonne. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I lived there through high school, through college. I went to Rutgers. So in, when you say Rutgers, you do actually pronounce the T. It's just sort of blended. But not wow. the R? You don't say Rutgers? <laughs> right. It's Rutgers. Rutgers. Interesting. Rutgers. Love this. This is like a new language, Roxy. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> And then uh, I met my wife. She's also from Morris County. And we, we settled further west, which we're very close to the Pennsylvania border. Oh, okay. So uh, we've lived out here for like 20 plus years. Nice. Wow. So this is yeah. it's a slower, slower pace. So when I go back to Bayonne on those rare occasions, it's like a complete culture shock. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because yes. I didn't think, I mean, obviously coming from the city, Bayonne's residential to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> That's, that's right. Yeah. If I go in the city, it's white knuckling the steering wheel. I'm yeah, like, right. I'm just, I'm yep. so confused. It's really bad. And actually, 
I used to commute into the city and I took the bus and the bus terminal, you know, is all the way on the west side. I would describe it as sort of downtown. I didn't take the subway because I was so freaking confused when I come out of the subways. I didn't know where I was. Yeah. So I just was like, I can walk. I can see where the sun is coming up. I uh-huh. know I'm going east. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was much easier on my brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you did tell us off air you're going back and starting to listen to past episodes. You're going to find one, and I have no idea. I don't think Roxy will have any idea either. Maybe we'll get an email in. It was a female listener, and she came on, and she grew up in Bayonne. And she lived wow. there for a long time. Yeah. Because we had a nice little off-air chat because I've done a lot of work in Bayonne because I've worked at the Jewish Community Center there for three or four years. They have a great theater program there in the summer for the kids. There's also, I'm sure, I don't even know if it's there anymore, but if you head to the other side, there was a like a mom-and-pop ice cream shop that I absolutely loved. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm yeah. totally with you. There's other places like that, Dickie's Donuts, which is a big hot spot in Bayonne. It's family-owned, you know, kind of a mm-hmm. place. And you can't go to Bayonne and not get a dozen of these donuts. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There's stuff like that all over the place. I don't know. I just always liked that town. I don't know why. Anyway, so what did you go to school for? Uh, well, I, I went to school to get a diploma, <laughs> and I was able to do that. I got I got a degree in history and in economics. So whatever the oh. path to graduation was, I took. Okay. And, yep. and then I, I managed to get out and in four years, amazingly. And then I took a job because you had to work, right, mm-hmm. doing data entry. It was like all of the fluff about what do kids really need to go to these expensive college? I was the case study for anyone that wanted to say, this is the example of somebody not needing to go to college. Cause I, anybody could have done the data entry. You could have been 12. Right. And I had a college degree now and I'm doing data entry. Mm. Right. So that was, it was awful, but it allowed me to find Tony while I was trying to like figure out what I was going to do with my life. So that's, that's the one positive of that whole thing. Roxy, <laughs> this guy, He's, I don't know. He just, he does, you know where we're going. I was going to get into that next. How did you find Tony? How did you become a little and all that stuff? So the term little, I feel like it is part of the community. I always sort of feel personally that I'm sort of on the outskirts of the community because I, I don't do the jingle fest. I did. did you ever see Game of Thrones? No. No, we're not Game of Thrones. No. But. Okay, so... Did you ever see Lord of the Rings? No. This is, this is awful. All right. So, I have them all on DVD. I've just never watched them. And I love the symphony. That, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I think that's worse to own something and to have never watched it. But anyway, yeah. I always kind of feel like there's this community that exists that I'm just sort of off on the side. And occasionally I'll sort of drift over and then I drift away. But anyway... The, the Tony situation, so I knew him from Sports Reporters, and he had a column in the Washington Post that ran, I think it was Tuesdays and Thursdays, and our school library carried the Post, the Inquirer, the Boston Globe, it carried most of the East Coast papers. Right. And because of where we live, most of the kids were sort of fans of Jets, Giants, or Eagles. They would grab those papers first during library class. So I was kind of left to paw through what was left over, but I kind of liked to read sports sections from out-of-town papers to see what they were saying. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the Washington football team is three and four, and the column is all about how they're going to win the Super Bowl. It's like, what right. are you right. talking about? <laughs> you guys are delusional. So I knew his column from that, and on Sports Reporters, I don't know if you ever watched Sports Reporters, is a very serious show. Yeah. And it, even though it had like Will Bond and Tony and Bob Ryan and Lupica, 
it was quiet. It was reserved. There was not yelling. Right. It was kind of polar opposite of how I read his columns. Mm -hmm. When I found out that they had ESPN radio started streaming, I don't know, maybe in 99, Tony had an afternoon show. And just because of the way the work schedule was, it was like, couldn't really listen at that point. They moved him to 10 to 1. And when they did that, I was like, okay, this is perfect. Because it like overlaps lunch and I can probably listen to most of the show. He was completely different mm -hmm. than either the columns or sports reporters. And it was like the most entertaining part of my entire day. And in those days, he had four segments. A lot, it was a lot like PTI. It was like the A block, then there was a B block, then a news segment was somebody else who did that. He just kind of swooped in and sort of talked over them. Right. And then he had like a little ending block that was usually like a minute and a half that would tease the next hour. Mm -hmm. um, and I loved it. I, I, I immediately connected with it. And because it was on ESPN, he really didn't do a lot of the local stuff the way he does now. So he would try and cover things all over the country. Mm. And for me, like the sports stuff, it doesn't really matter. Like I don't get into like, I can't believe I missed that double play. Like I don't care. That, right. that doesn't really matter. But I love the commentary that he had and the point of views that he had. And I also noticed like right off the bat that he seemed to really perk up when people sent him emails that he thought were funny. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try this. Like this, this is something I can probably do if I can get him to laugh. And it, it was just, I took to it like water because for some reason, I guess because like you guys thought I was a lot older. I seem to connect with the crowd that's 30 years older than me. Uh -huh. So I guess I got on his brain wavelength right away and it was gold. Like the whole thing was great. And, you know, like I got to go to his studio a couple times. I got invited to the golf thing that they did like in 2005. I don't even golf. I shot 141. <laughs> could not have cared less. It was great. It was, I had so much fun. So, yeah. And then over the years, people that I never have met even like claire and jamie like they'll friend me up in facebook and i'll interact with them a little bit and you know like some of them, some of them will be like i'm culling my facebook friends i always feel like a sense of pride when i make it past the culling because i'm just a fake internet friend like i have no connection at all right for some reason i get to stick around i like it that's amazing <laughs> and so wait talk more about this what was this golf outing you did Oh, okay. So this is Gary's acronym. It was called Fag Laugh, the first and last annual golf something or other. And about 15 or 16 of us got invited to, I think it was Reston, Virginia. Uh -huh. Okay. And we played 18. Tony played. Michael played. Andy Poley was there. There's a bunch of people there. Yeah. And then there was like a catered dinner after. And Tony stayed. Tony wow. stayed very late. Wow. And he was very gracious and happy to interact with all of us. It was really pretty cool. So... Michael was probably only 18, and I think he was, like, entering his freshman year at Penn. Mm -hmm. And he sort of, you know, he stuck near his dad, right? He didn't want to leave his side. And I was, it got loud and, like, obnoxious, and I'm just joking around with Tony, and, like, other people are doing all kinds of crazy things. And you just hear Tony lean over, and he's like, your mother would never approve of all this. It was so funny. <laughs> She's like, he's like, don't tell her all this stuff. Oh my it was gosh. just great. Yeah. yeah, and like the funny thing is, is that the group that sort of organized it, I really had nothing to do with them, you know, but like they knew me from the emailing and they kind of knew me from one of the message boards 
And I guess they had a spot. You know, they were, a lot of them were from D.C. Right. So they're like, do you feel like coming down from New Jersey and doing this? And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. I don't golf. I think I borrowed somebody's golf clubs. It was really wild. I mean, that would be a dream come true for us. That's so Because we do play golf. I mean, we're not very good. But no. just to play around with, mm-hmm. you know, with Tony and Michael or whoever. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, like, I think Michael shot like a 73. Yeah. Like, it oh. was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, he's he great. won everything. Yeah. And uh, there was like a par three. I shot like a nine. Like I just knew this was going to be just a day from hell. On That's the golf what I course. do. <laughs> but I, I just, I had to do it. And I just had to just be happy I was there and doing it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Brandon, we've got so much more. To, we haven't even gotten to the form yet, but uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is Kristen John LeBlanc. I also go by a man named Kristen. And you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we are so lucky. So lucky, Roxy. Oh, yeah. I We had no idea. We did not know he was as connected as he is. I know. He's leaving a lot. He's being real shy about all this. Very humble. But we have Brandon Borzelli on the podcast today. And so much more to get into. But you had another TK story you started saying off air. And I was like, wait, whoa, 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 wait. Let me hit record. So what was this about? Yeah, so Tony, he had these published books of his old columns. Yeah. They were just like collections. Oh, yeah, Back for More Cash. And, and yeah. Yes, exactly. Yep. And he said on the um, radio show, he's like, you know, I'll be happy to autograph it if you send me a copy. So, of course, I wanted to do that. And that was before I would make the pilgrimage to D.C. So I mail him my copy and, you know, weeks go by and you don't hear anything, right? And then those days, I don't even think we had cell phones, but our, quote, home phone had, like, caller ID on it. Mm -hmm. So Thanksgiving morning, it's 7.30 in the morning, and at this time, we didn't have any kids, so, like, we're sleeping in, and phone rings, and my wife is like, I think this is a scam. It's a 302 or 303 area code. I was like, that's too weird for Thanksgiving. I'll answer it. And, and she's like, no, I'll answer it. She answers. She's like, this is weird. She says, this is Tony. And I was like, uh, okay. So I take the phone. And sure enough, it was Tony on Thanksgiving morning. And he just goes, he immediately just, without saying anything else, he just launches right into it. He goes, hey, Brandon, it's Tony. I just want to let you know, your book got lost at the post. I'm mailing you one of my own copies. I'm really sorry about it. We're going to have it FedEx to you right away. Talk to you later. Click. Uh, what? Like, this is nuts. This is so. I walk in the house because I take the call outside. I walk in the house. I said to my wife, "I don't know what that was. I'm not sure I believe it. That was just so odd. I I don't even think I should tell you. Yeah, like she already at that point had known that. You know, like I was all in for Tony, and she's just like, "Is this have anything to do with Tony Kornheiser?" I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "I, I don't know if I want to hear it." I was like, "Okay, that's fine." <laughs> Well, uh, we have a question. Does she know now that she's, quote, a tiny by any chance? She probably would not agree <laughs> with that. Well, that we've was, deemed was... when we started the podcast, I was like, we have to call you something, Roxy. So we called her a tiny. And since then, she's been upgraded to fun size yep. and all these other things. But it's uh, basically anyone that puts up with a little. Anyone that puts up with a little is called a tiny in our world. And so. she's, a, she's definitely a tiny. There you go. <laughs> so that's... Also, yeah. <laughs> now, the big question, though, is. Does she know you're doing this podcast? <laughs> yes. So this is another good story. So last night I said to her, and I don't, I try really hard not to use my phone like ever. Mm-hmm. So I said to her, is it unusual that I don't have Skype on my phone? 
And she was like, what do you need Skype for? And I was like, well, <laughs> I'm going to be on a podcast and they want me to use Skype. And there was like a subtle head shake and there was a tiny glare. <laughs> and then she's like, a what? And I was like, well, it's a, a Tony podcast. And you could hear a slight exhale and she just walked away. And it was like, I, I think I knew that she's never listening to this. She does not want to know anything about anything this. about so it. We're just, right. Right. All right. Well, Brandon, we usually go something like this. Now you did. I'm just going to read it. You have food, running and baseball on your sheet. Things you right. want to talk about. So why don't we go? Why don't we go into your sports fandom real quick? Because we usually do that. Yeah. What's your favorite sport, right. favorite team? I'm assuming baseball, but maybe not. Right. So the only sport that I actually follow is baseball. And I, I've been a Yankees fan my whole life. Mm-hmm. But I, like you, I identify more as being a baseball fan. So like okay. I, I'm a big believer in like the Hall of Fame. I donate money to them. I'm part of like their membership circle yeah. and all that. Me stuff. too. That's funny. Yeah. So say uh, like when my dad passed away, I, I donated money in his name. Mm-hmm. And, you know, same thing when my stepmom passed away. So like that is my thing that just following baseball, reading about baseball there's certain time periods in particular that I sort of gravitate towards, but on the day-to-day basis, I more or less just check in to see like, what have the Yankees done? Mm-hmm. What's going on with that? But like uh, probably some segment of fans, like if the Yankees are out of it, I'm definitely pulling for the Mets. Like there's, oh, there's no way that I, I would want the Braves to win or any of that sort of well, stuff. Sure, that, that's sure. not happening. Yeah. And then, you know, like, you know, like players that leave that I liked, I'll continue to root for them. You know, like Hideki mm-hmm. Matsui went to the A's, I sure. think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or maybe it was the Angels. I don't yeah, remember which Angels, team Angels, yeah. I have no ill will for them, like, at all. Yeah. yeah. I think that once you're a fan of somebody, I don't care if they change the uniform. And at yeah. the same time, when some of the people that I don't like become Yankees, it's really hard uh-huh. to cheer for them. Yeah. Yeah. So are you looking forward to getting older because I know I am when we can wear these because we you get I'm assuming you get sent the same stuff I do for the membership and it says yeah. Hall of Fame member mm-hmm. like the hats and the shirts and stuff. If you walk around with that, people like they start looking like, whoa, wait, who is this? You know, like, <laughs> like no, I, no, I just donated yeah. some money. Yeah, I know. I don't care. I'll wear it. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's move to the running. What's that? Are you a runner? Yeah, I'm a big runner. Again, older, which you guys obviously noticed and can't really run competitively or as long of a distance as I used to or would like to, but I still do it a lot. Like I ran today, I'm learning tomorrow. Like I, I try to log 120 miles or so a month. Whoa. I try to run like 1,300 a year or so. I've been doing it for like 25 years. I mean, eventually it will end. Like I can't do yeah. this forever. I know that. Yeah. But I've done a lot of races. I've done marathons. It's definitely like a big part of who I am. Like the two things I pretty much do every day is I work out and I drink coffee like before anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roxy's just starting to get into it. I am. And my goal at the start was to run a 5K. And that's great. One day I just kept running and then I I looked it up. I was almost to four miles. And then I looked up the 5K. I'm like, oh, I just ran more than a 5K. Okay, I could do this. First day, (laughs) because I, Brandon, we're very similar. It's really weird because I've done one marathon. The half marathon was my jam. Mm -hmm. I used to do those all the time. I used to love them. So I take her out running. I'm like, you could easily do a 5K. Like she just ran like a mile and a half, but she looked so good and she was just very into it Mm -hmm. and very, she wasn't tired at all. 
all, I'm like, you could easily do a 5K. So my goal now, and I'm not going to be able to do this until probably next year, really, is really focus on my pacing because sometimes I feel like I blow it all out in the first Mile. like few yeah. strides even. <laughs> and then yeah. trying to maintain. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. So everybody that runs a race, you always hear the same thing. I went out too fast. That's yeah. Everybody does that. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, you can do it. I'm here to tell you, Roxy, you can do it and you should do it and don't let any of this stuff intimidate you. Anybody okay. can do this. Okay. That's right. They can. Okay. I've been really enjoying it. And finally, last week, I started. So there's a, a small loop at the south end of Central Park that I've been doing. And I'm like, you know what? I'd really love to see some different parts of the park. And I think I'm ready for it. So then I ended up doing like a walkabout. And I walked into a new section just to see kind of the path that I would maybe take. And then I went out with Chuck. And let me tell you, there's a hill. There's a couple hills in Central Park. I walked it and I'm like, oh, man. But then when I ran it, I actually think my mindset was the faster I can get up this hill, the sooner it'll be over. Yeah. And then ah, I could just keep yeah. going. So it actually was less difficult running it than it was walking it right. for me, at least that day. Yeah. Um, no, it's a, it just depends. And that's the thing that always cracked me up with runners was yeah. they're like, oh, I'm an eight minute mile pace. And I'm like, are you though? <laughs> then there's a, a big hill and they're like, oh, well, that doesn't count. Yeah. Like, yeah, it counts. Well, and when I go up, I try to keep my feet moving in the same tempo. They may so, not kick up as much or I don't know. It's been really fun to try to figure it out. If you want to get faster, do hill repeats. Mm -hmm. And if you want to go up a hill using less energy and more consistency, you do shorter strides. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I could see that. All right. I'm going to try that today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know in an email. Yeah. I, speaking, I'm looking forward to it. Speaking of your emails, Brandon, we, which we love, of course. Now, you've been going back to episodes and it's hilarious how you're like, oh, I'm in a time machine. I'm right, in a time warp. Right. Okay. And we knew that was going to happen, but some of these interviews are just so great. Mm -hmm. you, of course, you want to click on Dan Byrne and all these other people that we've been fortunate enough to interview. We kind of gotten on the topic of food. Now, you also have that on your form. I do. So, yeah, I, I, well, I noticed the theme in your, you know, only listening to a, like a quarter of your podcast. There's food mentioned in like all of them. Yeah. I like to eat. So we yeah. like food, food. We like TV. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and yet you haven't seen Game of Thrones. I know. It's very confusing. To I know there are dragons in Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, boy. Are there? Oh. I thought, see, I would have thought yeah. that would have been Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so, so the food thing, I think that there was a, probably more than one, but the, the whole chips and the sandwich. Yeah. So uh -huh. the, I have done that. First of all, I like them to be like rigid, like ruffle type yes. chips. Okay. Yep. In the panini. Wow. Put them in the panini. Ooh. So it's melted cheese and it sort of absorbs the chip. Ooh. Now, are these yeah. flavored chips or just regular potato chips? I don't think it matters, but the regular ones I find to be a little bit more salty. So I think those are better. But uh -huh. okay. you uh -huh. probably could get away with doing the flavored one. Now, another thing is I'll make crock pot mac and cheese or something. I'll take fiery hot Cheetos and grind them up and I'll coat the top of the mac and cheese with it. Oh. It is so good. Yeah, I use no breadcrumbs, but that would work. It's using like red pepper flakes, but it's better. It's yeah. just so much better. Okay. It has so much more flavor. <laughs> Brandon, I might rock your world right now. Maybe not. I don't know. We just discovered three weeks ago, mm -hmm. just stumbled upon it. Did you know there is a Cheetos brand mac and cheese? No. Yes. I did not. It's Interesting. We didn't love it. 
I didn't hate it. Roxy, you didn't really like it. I didn't really like it, but you doctored it up in like how you would normally make yeah, the I'll box put, like, mac some and extra cheese. Ch- but I'm, cheese in I it think it was a little too much. And it was also the noodles were a little bit different than yeah. what like Kraft would have. Mm-hmm. So you know it was doing their own thing, obviously. But it definitely tasted like oh, you Cheetos. dumped a, b- a bag of the Cheeto dust into yep. the the noodles and mixed it all in. Yep. So keep a look at if you like that. If you like Cheetos on top of your normal mac and cheese, now it might be too much overkill. I don't know. But it, it actually, it's a box. It has the tiger on it. Yep. I mean, it I looks think they have like super spicy and the normal right, Cheetos. Yes. They have a couple different versions of it. Yeah. Um, Interesting. All right. Well, Brandon, we're almost out of time, but I feel like there's more food stuff. Now, have you gotten to the, what was the one episode? The one episode was called, you put what on your hot dog or something like that? Right. Yeah. I mean, do we even go to pizza and hot dogs or should we just wait for your emails? So, well, you're just going to have to, I might think of something later. So the hot dog deal though is, I don't really like hot dogs that much, okay. but well, first off you could, so you can mix and match, right? So you can put something on the hot dog to hold other stuff. Mm-hmm. So in other words, like if you put on like super sweet barbecue sauce and then you can put chili on top of it to sort of hold it together yep. and then yep. put like melted cheddar over that, like that'll work. I think where things start to fall apart is you're going to put something that's salsa or relish or something like that. And you have nothing else it's just a mess, and I, it totally takes away from eating it for me. Yeah, mm, interesting. I feel you. I totally dig what you're saying with the whole keeping it because I'll put raw onions on there, and you know, if you they put them last, apart. they'll fall all over the place. So you put them on first, and then you put the stuff. Yeah, I got you. Yep. So I do put mac and cheese on my hamburgers. Um, Whoa. And that, yeah, it, that okay. is a tricky thing because if you use the wrong noodle. It's totally coming off the hamburger and it's yeah. going everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And if I really am feeling it, I will put the mac and cheese on the hamburger on the grill Ooh. and let it melt a little oh. bit. Oh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Brandon, I uh, feel like this is a new segment. Cooking tips. Yeah, with Brandon. it is. Yeah. It, it really it, I'm with you. And there's another. So like my one of my kids, he really likes hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And like if we're making hamburgers, you just don't know if he's going to be like, oh, I want both. So I have in the past given on like one bun, both the hamburger and the Ah. hot dog. And you, again, you have to find a way to keep the two together. So you can't just go with like one slice of cheese. You've got to use something thicker. So like you can build around the hot dog and then cover it with like a nice, maybe two slices of cheddar. You know what I mean? Like you can really get creative. And then, you know, he douses it with ketchup and it's disgusting. But, like, it's at least something to strive to do. It's like, how can I make this one thing for him? <laughs> well, I will say this. We know right now Steve Osball, the great and flavorful, is very jealous. Because we did not go in. We did not do this. He didn't have his own cooking segment. Right, right. Which is great. So we're, we apologize, Steve. Maybe five mediocre minutes sometimes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's amazing. So, all right. Well, listen, Brandon, we're almost out of time. But... We have to get to our fun, dumb questions. Now, you know about those, right? I do. Okay. If you could be an Olympic athlete, in what sport would you compete? Ice hockey. Miracle on ice. I mean, oh. that's, that's the only one. So you, you would play hockey. You just don't want to hear about hockey. I have absolutely no interest at all in hockey except Miracle on Ice. Okay. I love it. <laughs> and I can't ice skate, but I would totally join the Olympic team mm-hmm. just to race out parade around and stand on the medals that'd be great what a moment yeah Yeah. oh absolutely all right if you could be a cartoon character for a week who would you want to be uh i've been thinking about this one snake eyes from gi joe oh right 
I vaguely remember. Yeah. That. Yep. So I know Roxy right now is like, what the hell is he talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, exactly. You should see but the look on her face. Okay. No, I'm looking for the next yeah. question. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> so, well, because you had no idea what we were talking no. about. You have no interest whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I vaguely so, do too, but because we're almost the same age. So I love it when people bring up stuff like He-Man and Skeletor, all these things that I haven't talked about in years, but I remember watching I mean, them as a he's kid. a ninja. First yeah. of all, he's a ninja. Yeah. Second of all, he doesn't have to talk and he has a girlfriend. This is unbelievable. It's <laughs> amazing. All right. What would you do if you were invisible for a day? Oof, that that is a great question. And honestly, I don't like intruding on people. I would just sort of have to hang out in a place that you're not normally allowed to hang out. I don't know what that would be. Like, so wait a minute. I'm confused. Where should I go? Well, because I was going to say, up till now, we were identical, but now you're, because I would love to be a fly on the wall. Uh-huh. And that's where I would want to be, just to be able to overhear conversations and stuff like that would interest me. Well, first of all, I don't, I don't want to know what other people are talking about. Like, I, I don't care. No, wait a minute. I think I would want to go. Hold, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> you mean to tell me if Brian Cashman calls Judge into his office to negotiate the terms of his next contract, you, don't, you wouldn't just have an interest in that? None at really? all. Interesting. Not at all. Yeah. Oh my gosh. To be care. able to be like, oh, I know the inside dirt, what really happened, and judge no, gave him this huge discount, but now he's not taking it. And wow. Okay. Good care. for you. Good for yeah. you. All right. I, I would want to go to like a, like a, a place that I'm not allowed to be in, like a mansion or somebody's like really cool car or something like that, and just hang out there and be like, yeah, I'm here. Like, this is really awesome. Okay. <laughs> that would be it. All right. This one's going to be interesting to me because of our ages, but what is the first major news story you remember as a child? God, this is so pathetic. It's the <laughs> Princess Diana marriage. Oh, oh the, the marriage. marriage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's a good one. It's so pathetic. My mom watched it like on oh, TV. I, yeah. I, it well, was because, like, oh my God. Well, there was only this. three channels then, so that's all uh-huh. you only had. That's right. Yes, we did too on public television. I'll never forget. We watched mm-hmm. the whole thing, the carriage mm-hmm. ride, the whole bit. Wow, that's good. That's a good one. That actually might yeah. precede mine of what I said. I can't remember. I'll have to look up the dates. Yeah. But anyway. Sadly, I think mine was her death. <laughs> well, <laughs> Brandon, we can't thank you enough for finally coming on to Meet the Littles. This has been fantastic. Is there anything we can plug for you? How can we get in touch with you? You're obviously on Twitter and all that, right? I am not on Twitter. Oh. Um, I have the Facebook account. I mean, I don't post anything but things about my dog and my kids. It's really pathetic. Like You would think that I'm just the dullest person around. And that's just the way it is. Oh, I do have an Instagram account, though. And you might get occasional running stuff. But beyond that, it's the same story. It's like, oh, here's a picture of my dog. Right. Here's a picture of my dog on the couch. Yeah. Here's a picture of my kid playing lacrosse. And here's a picture of a dog. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, listen, can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. As an homage to the big show. I'm a little scared, Roxy. We'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Mm, so this is a longer answer. You weren't expecting it. <laughs> oh, so I kind of was during, actually, but go ahead. Yeah. So during COVID, right, I went nuts and I bought a lot of toilet paper. <laughs> I bought so much of it. What happens? My kids start clogging the toilet every day. <laughs> so I banned toilet paper and I said, we're not having any more. And when you need to go to the bathroom, you'll check in with me. I will give you five sheets and that is all you'll be allocated. And while that didn't necessarily go over well with anybody, it, it led to none. But I don't want to give you a Wilbon answer because if you're going to put the toilet paper on, it's got to go over. 
Okay. okay. All right. I was going to okay. say, are you will bonding this question? <laughs> now, how did it go over with your wife when you told her she could have five sheets? That's what I really wanted. Oh, no. It was their, ba- their bathroom. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. That's what yeah, I thought. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. This is, this is for the, there's a bathroom for the riffraff, and there's a bathroom for the elites. Oh, and that's gotcha. All right. Well, thanks again, Brandon, for coming on to Meet the Littles. I know they and we both all appreciate it. Thank you. I loved it. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. This is Sully from Boston. One, here comes the Friday Five. B, now we never have to hear the Sam Adams and Jiggles again. You're welcome. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And yes, Sully from Boston. Never really liked that jingle that we do for the Friday Five. So he saved you this episode, but we will be bringing it back next time. Because we are getting into the Friday Five. But, of course, thank you, Brandon Borzelli, for coming on to Meet the Littles. That was fantastic. Uh, let's get to the Friday Five. Hey, wait a second. You weren't going to do this without me, were you? Wait. Who's, who's that? What? Tiny what? Chuck? Come on. Tiny it's Chuck Friday is in the time. Ha- I got to be here. Whoa. <laughs> Tiny Crashing Chuck the Friday Five. Crashing <laughs> the Friday Five. Love it. I like that. There's a movie there somewhere. There's a movie. <laughs> Yeah, straight to Netflix. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Down. Well, well, in that case, there's five, but there's only four of us missing you, Ritz. So let's, uh, we'll all do one, and then we'll all do the same one. Should we warm up and all do the, the same one? No, let's go yeah. in order. Let's, let's go, go in order. order. All right. Number, these are from Steve Tashir, right, Roxy? Steve Tashir, episode 114. Right. And that's uh, Pepe the Sock Guy, right? Yes. I believe. Yeah. Who yes. once, I think, scored a soccer goal against my high school. <laughs> these are the things we find out when we meet the littles. All right, so number number one, Chuck, why don't you do this one? You're you're kind of a baseball guy, even though you're an O's fan. The baseball season oh, is over. Now hurts. you already you have issue with that. It says the baseball season is over. The Nats and the Sox fans are already thinking about next year. Yes, we are. Who do you have making the World Series? The Nats. They might as well be thinking about next decade. Chuck, we have, a lot, of, we have a lot of national listeners here, Chuck. <laughs> Uh, who do you have Sorry. making the World Series and Sorry. who wins? Now, we already have some of the games that are being played. Full disclosure, we're recording this on Sunday. So, yeah. So, who do you have? Now, we already know. I guess you can cheat that way. Were there any big surprises for you yet? Oh, yeah. Really wanted St. Louis to get in there. They oh, that's right. That's choked. your other team. They choked. Yeah, they choked. Uh, I'm going to go with hey, – let's stay with the underdogs. I'll go with Seattle and the Sillies. Oh, okay. Wow. That, that would not? be – the Sillies? Chuck, you might want to put some money on that because that's got to be some pretty good odds. Yeah. Anybody but Yankees Dodgers, please. Right. <laughs> I know. Wait, who are the Sillies? The Phillies. Phillies. The Phillies. <laughs> the Phillies. Uh, we're definitely looking at a rematch of uh, 21. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, are you on Google? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a classic. Uh, you know, it's gonna classic. Advantage Astros. They've uh, had too many starters in the fourth inning. And <laughs> so, all right, full disclosure, listeners. We were trying to divvy these questions up, and I said, Simon, you want to do the first? You know, you're a big baseball. And so he started rambling off these stats about the Astros, and we were like, okay, we know you're Googling now because he doesn't really follow. Me. If it was cricket, he'd be all over it. Right. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure pitching still rules the roost. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> OK, that's well, right. All right. Well, Simon, here we go. Your question number two, which do you identify more as smart or funny? And no will bonding the question with both. Oh, come on. Well, that's, I you can't be both. Well, clearly based on my previous answer and the fact that I just choked on my tea, not smart. <laughs> and uh, and I guess not that funny. So can I will bone or whatever you call it will to bone. do neither? <laughs> 
Oh, you know? Yes. Well, all right. We have a follow-up to this, you know, because this is the Loyal Littles podcast, and everyone knows we're the fun and dumb right. podcast. So what do you <laughs> identify there? Are you more fun or more dumb? Do we get a vote? I, that's what I want to know. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You, why don't you guys just vote on this no, one? No, no, no. Yeah. We want to hear your answer first. Are you more fun uh, or more dumb? Fun? Uh, of course, I'm going to vouch for myself and say fun versus dumb. That's what but... I would say. Yeah, I would say fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the yeah, dumb one. Oh. We all know that. And then yeah, there's yeah. Tiny Chuck, but that's a whole nother. <laughs> I was yeah. off the chart. Different that's category. Off, yeah. that's <laughs> off the chart. Right. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Number three. Have you used the code? Tell your experience. Roxy, this is for you. Now, of course, I think this was pertaining to a TK code. And I think. I tried to use a TK yeah, code. Yeah, this once is why I gave you this work. question. And it got bad. And we got some really nasty emails from Mr. Swagmaster himself. <laughs> Rob Culpine. Oh, that time. Yeah. I was well, thinking of the time I tried to get you a birthday present and I was thinking of going to Me Undies and the code didn't <laughs> work. So then I went with Indochino. Oh, no, no. I thought it was the time when you tried to use the code, it didn't work and you couldn't get the merch. So you went to Etsy or one of those? No, I didn't. I didn't red, realize. Red whatever. I forgot about any code and any TK shop. So I just went to I think it was it What's, was either Amazon or Etsy. Okay. And found a TK mug for you and I bought it there. So Yeah. Yeah. But I've used codes. I like using codes. All right. Well, we're on to number four. This one's for all of us. Okay. Okay. Did you go to summer camp? Did you have a Tony experience? Meaning can't wait to get back every year, meaning you loved it. Or did you have a Michael experience? Get me out of here now. <laughs> Oh, I haven't gone yet, so I'll go first. Okay, so yes, I had a couple. I've gone to church camp. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for the surprise mm-hmm. look on Roxy's face. Nah, I'm not really surprised Went by to, you anymore. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of years of church camp. Camp Fowler okay. in Speculator, New York. Mm-hmm. Shout out. And it was fine. It was deli- I was fine. And my first year, my youngest, oldest sister was with me. Mm-hmm. So at least I had somebody that I knew I could go to if I got homesick or whatever. But I'd been there a couple times. I want to say at least two, maybe three years. I forget. I know it's definitely two. And then I also went to a Boy Scout camp at one point. Mm-hmm. And I, mm. I remember not loving that, but I didn't hate it where I'm like, get me out of here. So, all right, Chuck, why don't you go next? Okay, so I'm going to Will Bond the question. I've had, oh, Jesus. I've been to a camp where I like. Don't you mean Will Bone the question? Well boned. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I, uh, I went to a uh, music camp in Colorado that I absolutely loved, although I never made it back, but I would have. It was kind of expensive. And then, yeah, I've done church camps and those, and I hated it to death and would never <laughs> want to go back there. So I've had experiences on both sides there. All right. Simon, what do you got? This might be interesting. No, I never went to a summer well, I, camp. Yeah, well, because now a lot of our I mean, listeners... I was traveling a lot. A right, kid, I was going to so, say, I mean, you I moved around. In Singapore and Greece, and so, you know, I, yep. plenty of summer camp type things doing, but not an actual Yeah, camp. that's what I was wondering, because yeah. I knew you moved around a lot as a kid, so hmm. that's too bad. Yeah, well, you can no. go back now. Maybe be a camp counselor. Yeah, that actually, why not? I'd rather go as, <laughs> yeah. a, as a camp, not a counselor, but like just attend camp. You know. a, okay. A yeah. camper. They should have an adult camp. <laughs> they must I think be. they exist. Camps? Yeah, there are adult camps. Yeah, yeah. must be. Okay. That sounds like a riot. I know. Well, or, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we better move on. All right. Well, okay. So, sort of twice. So, I went to camp with my dad as part of, they used to be called something different, which I believe I might have mentioned on a previous <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, but say it again. The YMCA Adventure Princess Program. 
It was not called that when I started. No, so it was called the what? You were Indian princesses? Indian princesses. princesses yeah, right. And for the boys, it was Indian guides. Right. So my brother was a part of that with my dad. And then I was a part of the princess program with him. But at the end of, the, of every season, we would go to Camp Jewel up in Connecticut. And we would just spend a weekend hanging out with our dads, doing fun things around camp, archery, BB guns, candle making, things like that. And it was a great time. But then when I was in early high school, I think it was, I went to a theater camp one summer and I actually really enjoyed it. But I don't think I enjoyed it as much as Tony, where I was like, I couldn't wait to go back the following year. So I only did it once, but I had a good time. My roommate, however, during the summer camp, she was definitely a Michael. She was calling home crying every night couldn't wait to get home really nice girl we did have some fun times together but yeah she could not wait to get home and we'll never do that again so yeah okay those are my two experiences all right cool that was everyone right yep. yeah okay yeah. all right number five who is your favorite of the new regulars on the pod will bond booger either chuck tim k jeff ma carvel jeff passan richie the monkey or someone i forgot and then he puts in parentheses yes I miss all the old regulars, too, but we can't fret over things out of our control. All right. Fair enough. So this is me. I'm the last one. I'm going to just say either Chuck, because then at the end, whenever he's yeah. done, <laughs> I envision when he says, thank you, Chuck. Chuck's amazing. Chuck's great. I love Chuck. I don't know why I just envision him saying that about me. Right. And I might have recorded a few of those. Well, maybe someday. Maybe someday. Maybe he'll say There's that. Way about too many me. Chucks going on. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but no, I mean, out of those, I actually do. I really I love Chuck Culpepper and those when he has these other guys on I'm trying I was trying to think and I will have to say Wilbon I'm not one of those people I'm not a Wilbon hater because it reminds me of PTI and especially mm -hmm. when they're not on PTI together mm -hmm. I'm not as huge a fan and so I don't know when he has them on he he does get them on early in the morning which is hard he sounds and, uh, groggy he sounds groggy and so <laughs> he's not as exciting as he is on PTI but I still like it so yeah. anyway all right well that's our Friday five thank you Steve Tashir once again for that and unfortunately we're out of time Chuck thanks for popping on uh, what a surprise. I know. Yeah, Stealing, crash. trying to steal Simon's thunder. I get it. And, of course, thank you, Simon, as well. Oh, I was waiting for that, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can just go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. All the information is there. Email, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook everything. And don't forget, if you do listen to us on Apple and iTunes, remember to head on over there to rate and review us over there. That's always fun, and it does help us a lot. And we've actually had a few new ones over there, yeah. so that's been fun. And as always, remember, if you are out shopping online tonight for, I don't know, fog-free eyewear. Go to fogfreeeyewear.com. Or, Simon, if you need a new grip for your stick. I'll go to stipgrip.com. Yes, you will. <laughs> yeah. And remember, if you need books, Roxy, where can you go? Aaronsbooks.com. Absolutely. And as always, we, on all these, we have the same code. That's yep. the best part about our podcast. We're easy. It's just LLPOD. Make sure you use the code. If you go to Aaron's Books, you do that in the comment section to get your 15% off. The other two, there's an actual, I've used it. I've done it. I've yeah. actually bought some grips for my sticks. There's a discount <laughs> code box. There's a discount code box. You just type in LLPOD and you'll get the discount at checkout. Anyway, the most important part is... Don't forget to... Use the code... Bye! God, this is so pathetic.
The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah.